Welcome to the Grace with Grit podcast, where we're questioning our faith and drawing closer to Jesus. I'm Tiara. And I'm Bree, and we're here to share our experiences and dig deeper into the taboo topics of the church. Hey guys, it's Tiara. What's up, y'all? It's Bree. And you're on with Grace with Grit. Think. I don't know if that was satisfying enough, but we'll work on it. We're going to take a sip of our coffee. Ah. Most of all of you ASMR lovers out there. It's probably complete trash, but it's fine. Um, this is the test, our first official with the mics. We've had some issues. We've had a lot of issues. The um, devil was working hard, but guess what? The Jesus works the Lord harder, baby. Works so much harder. So do we. Not harder than Jesus, but no. You get what I'm saying. The determination he set in our hearts. The burden, the passion. Yeah. Yeah. So why did we start this? I mean, I know we'll have a little bit more of an in-depth, mm-hmm. probably video explaining. But here's just a little spark notes. Why did we start this, Brianna? I feel like you say it much more beautifully. That's a lie from my armpit. <laughs> so basically. We feel like there is just a lack of these deep, in-depth, authentic conversations in churches with friend groups, and we want to sit here and have those mm-hmm. and challenge, and let's talk about the dirty stuff mm-hmm. that nobody wants to talk about. God's equipped us somehow, very not him little, but us little, <laughs> with the ability and just struggles in life and experiences to be able to talk about this the raw stuff basically crap happens whether or not we talk about it <laughs> exactly it does. and it's like you mm-hmm. can either hide in shame where the devil thrives or you can bring it to light within community and mm-hmm. if you don't have community it's hard to wrestle with those topics and so mm-hmm. it's kind of what we wanted to do was be able to share our experience and how we are also currently wrestling mm-hmm. um, but then also provide a little bit of ease and comfort to those Mm -hmm. who are questioning different things or questioning god or their faith yeah 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 life's hard and if you don't talk about it how are you going to help people yeah because everybody's life's hard right so yeah so that's kind of what got us started we'll Mm -hmm. probably do a little bit more of a non-structured structured but not structured in depth of why of why yeah unless this was sufficient i don't know we'll see let us know in the comments guys <laughs> i really i feel like this is gonna be either super soft or it's picking us up when we get loud so listen if the audio is absolute trash do me a big favor pray for us and just bear with us and pray for pray us for because us. we're trying our great friend david did you already say that shout out to david no david not yet Vakulchik. did i say that right what if yeah Vakulchik. yeah he set us up and was here for like three hours maybe like more two and a half hours i think yeah, and, and I, not call. not to discount the time that he spent here, but really to elevate the short amount of time that he got this all working, it, we would not have gotten it done. We spent the entire Sunday afternoon, and we got Trying. bup kiss. Uh-huh. Nothing. What did we get? We took a field trip, and then we came back, and we were like, "Well, let's just make some reels." We did photos. That's oh yeah, we did take photos. It's beautiful. Mm-hmm, I, she too. was very hard on herself about it, but I Always. thought they looked really cohesive. Oh, and when you. I had my one cover photo, I was like, "I don't like it." <laughs> It doesn't match. And I'm not that person. But I think for this, I am. Yeah. No, I get that. You want to have, like, kind of a, a look. I get cohesion. As a, no, let me phrase that. We want cohesion. Like cohesion. I don't want a look. 
No, like okay, we're gritty. Cre- we got the grits. Not that's not what I meant. Ew, gritty isn't that like a dance? <laughs> gritty, right? Grit. I have a child. I don't know these I have a. Ch- I have three children, but they're not mine legally. Surprise! 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 <laughs> Life's hard, man. Life's hard. That's Welcome. <laughs> We won't get into mine. That's yet. okay. No, we're probably not going to do that. That's okay. That's a. I have to be comfortable with you guys first. You know what I'm saying? We're trying to ease our way in. So yeah. whatever makes it into the pod. Makes it well, here's the thing. Let me tell you something about this podcast. So, Let me tell you something. <laughs> oh my gosh. Have you guys seen that reel, that TikTok? Literally all of her students. That's a good one. That is all of my students. I teach. Um, what was I saying? Oh, let me tell you something about this. So this is going to be non-edited because neither of us have the time or capacity. So and nothing will be neither edited Neither of us, out. I mean her. Because <laughs> I'm a literal grandma. She kind of is, though. I am. It's really sad. I can cook. I will yeah. feed the soccer team, guys. I will do it. Yeah. I can't provide any help other than saying that looks Go team, warm. go. That looks what? Warm. Or sounds loud. Or that's that's the extent of my, my technology Let's knowledge. Let's go back to that looks warm. What's <laughs> that you're talking about? I don't know. Pictures. Video. Oh. I oh. have opinions. And like they're the, strong. Okay. Can I do anything about that? Absolutely not. It's okay. Jesus loves you anyway. He gifted you another eyes. Yeah. Her face. <laughs> and that's one thing. So we actually are putting video out here. Um, but as of yet, uh, we're not going to post anything except for like maybe reels here and there. Maybe little clips. Mm-hmm. A little, a little, just a little dabble do. Just to get you Just excited. a little tasty wasty. <laughs> <laughs> I've been around you too long. <laughs> uh, anyway, so yeah, all this is going to be unedited and this is why we've gone. How long have we gone? I can't see. I can't. My eyesight is so bad. Right eye. It's probably fact. about four minutes. Anyways. I should probably be wearing contacts. I am wearing contacts, and it's done nothing for me. Well, also, these are my old contacts from literally before I moved to Washington. Everybody's like, you should not be driving. I'm like, well, listen, the good Lord's kept me alive thus far. Why? I have no idea. When Um, he takes away, he gives it back somewhere else. (laughs) I don't know where that came from. And amen, and amen. Amen and amen. Should we get spiritual? Oh, we're spiritual. We are. (laughs) Just kidding. (laughs) Y'all, I'm going to take a... Let me unparch myself one moment. ASMR. Wait, let's clink again. Get a good one. That's going to be so... That was terrible. Please hold. I don't want to shatter the mug. (sighs) Oh, I'm... Okay. Fun fact, my dogs are also sitting on this couch, but you can't see it. They're living their absolute best life. I startled one. I think she was dreaming hard. (laughs) All right. Tiara, oh, what are we talking about today? So we're talking about deconstruction. Dun, dun, dun. When you heard that, everybody think, what was the first thought that popped into your mind? Was it good or bad? The first time that we heard, um, what was it? It was just like, it wasn't exactly a message. It was a conversation. It was a message about deconstruction. I was instantly like, ew, why would you talk about that? What do you mean deconstruction? Because I automatically went to the negative connotation. Oh, that's interesting. But fun fact, it's not necessarily a negative connotation at all. I don't know if I ever told you that. No, you didn't tell me that. Did mm-hmm. we, was this when we went and we went to a Bible study or was, mm-hmm. oh, this is, that was the first time you ever heard that term? No, no, no. I've heard it, but I've only ever heard it in a negative connotation. Oh, okay. No, I've, 
I'm sorry. Like heard like I don't know. Just how that was presented because I've oh, never again presented. heard a church present Talk about it. Mm-hmm. No, I no, I've I've talked about it. I think with our other friends and mm-hmm. how it's a rising trend. And like we've had several people that we've grown up with in youth group or even just family members. Mm-hmm. And so it was, um, it was something that we would talk about within our own circle, but nothing that we had been able to study out. Mm. Um, so. Yeah. I've not that I viewed it in um, in a negative connotation, mm-hmm. even though it is a negative thing that occurs. It mm-hmm. was like, what are we doing about it? Yeah. Why is this happening? Yeah. yeah. It was always very hush hush for me. Got it. Like, as we get into it, you guys will like hear that. But I feel like when people think deconstruction, oh, they're deconstructing their faith. You go on Instagram reels, the deconstructors. Fair. You know, they're yeah. always like done with God. Right done with the church done with whatever yeah so yeah but let's let's dig deeper into what deconstruction is so i'm gonna read my little intro because i'm great at writing she is um very beautifully articulate but in the moment we both me more so let's be real it's just my ability my (laughs) painfully long years in college still somebody i'm taking a break whatever um, of just pulling stuff out of my butt because that's literally all colleges. Unless you're in the maths or the physics, you're yeah. literally pulling stuff out of your butt and and um, defending it with accredited research. Mm. Fun fact for all you high school kids: that's all it is. True story. Okay, so I wrote something, and it says we see a rising trend of young adults completely forsaking their faith. Why? Because it never became real to them. It was never an intentional pursuit outside of the structure of their parents or youth group. There is no fervency in searching of the love of Christ, and that has left us with a generation filled a generation filled with adults that have known truth but never experienced it in a sustainable way. Or maybe they were deeply and irreparably hurt by the church, maybe humil- humiliated, shunned, or even abused. That's not God, that's man, and often it may even be the church. So to define deconstruction, it does not actually mean... To demolish does not mean demolition. Instead, it means breaking down or analyzing. So when we take it into that context with your faith, so digging deeper. Um, for a Christian, there's two types of deconstruction, and this is what we heard. So we, I'm not taking, we're not taking any credit for this. Um, we got a lot of our notes from the Bible study we went to. Um, the two types, dismantling harmful cultural influences and two is dismantling Christianity. Um, so let's dive into why do people start to deconstruct their faith? Where is this coming from? So um, one of the first examples that we listed was church hurt, abuse, um, and a manipulation, a lack of accountability from leaders. Um, one of the examples that we kind of recently came to know was... Uh, over Christmas the, Eve. Over Christmas Eve. <laughs> the documentary, Let Us Pray. Mm-hmm. Um, fun fact. Honestly, it's, I, it's a hard watch, but I, it I recommend it. It is a very hard watch, but it's... Um, it's I, eye-opening. Drop the facts. Let's drop some facts. Okay, let's drop some facts. Um, the first church that was um, mentioned in that, or the first abuser... The, the second location where the abuse was perpetrated, I went to that church for a hot minute. Mm-hmm. And for, I mean a hot minute, like less than two years. Yeah. But everything had transpired before my family had gotten there. So we're aware of like that circle. We're aware of that circle. Mm-hmm. Um, but like she was saying, it's a hard watch, but we need to watch it. Because mm-hmm. these, again, these things, mm-hmm. it, they're happening whether or not you mm-hmm. open your eyes yeah. to it. And 
Mm-hmm. Let's go on a tangent here, like just for five seconds. So a lot of people, I feel like, will be if you watch it, um, and see like that doesn't happen in all these churches. What? Okay, go ahead. No, go ahead. Uh, a rebuttal would also be, oh, they're painting all churches in this light, uh-huh. or all of this specific sector. Mm-hmm. I don't want to drop the name of the the denomination quite yet because I don't know right. how we are, but it'll be like, oh, not all, not all of these churches are like that. Sure, mm-hmm. but that still happened. Or like, don't sit here and describe the fact that it happened and these people are deeply hurt and it was wrong. Abused. Yeah, they were abused. Sorry, abused. They were abused. Yeah. They are survivors. Mm-hmm. Um and just because it makes you feel uncomfortable and they are people that you identify with it doesn't it doesn't take away the fact that those people that do run that circle mm-hmm. perpetrated that abuse mm-hmm. and i like i was talking about it with somebody and um you're saying oh it's like a, it was painting a negative picture and then they kind of deflected to the fact that it was um, again like I'm on very good terms with this person it's just having open conversation mm-hmm. and dialogue I mean no like what malice we're here for. it is what we're here for I mean no malice or anything but I think a good rebuttal that people would have to that documentary would be like you know you see similar stuff happening within the Catholic Church with altar mm-hmm. boys like oh you never you never see that um you never see that address. It's like no, we're very aware and cognizant of the fact. That's why mm-hmm. that's a thing. That's why people. That's why people it. are coming forward and that's making why are coming forward. And so the, By the same token, the same thing here. Neither is right. Both instances, people were abused, mm-hmm. and we need to talk about it mm-hmm. and open your eyes to it. Open your eyes because it's happening. Be aware it's happening. Like some people, you may never may not even realize that it is happening in your church, and yeah. just because there's so much cover up. Yeah. Like. Just don't be blind. Just open open your mind to the fact that it could be happening. And just be vigilant, dude. Yeah. Be vigilant. Intervene. Mm-hmm. Be, I think that's also another thing. Well, at least within... I don't know if it's a Pacific Northwest thing or if it's just a societal thing altogether where there's there's a lack of people that want to intervene and do the hard thing. There's a lack and of people very, that... Yeah, it's everywhere. And so... It's everywhere. Okay. So it is everywhere. Mm-hmm. Um, I I'm think from the South, by the way. As a society, we've lost that protective notion because you're mm-hmm. like oh i don't want to get hurt mm. the cops will take care of it mm-hmm. what if they don't have that extra however many seconds yeah if something feels wrong like bring it to somebody and if mm-hmm. something still does not get addressed bring it to authorities mm-hmm. do your best dude yeah okay that was the one that was a very guys. We're, we were we were talking at the beginning like oh let's just shoot for like 15 minutes that's yeah we're gonna be well over 15 minutes okay so is the minimum let's recap okay so why people deconstruct their faith um sure. or leave the faith church hurts first one yeah second one is poor teaching um so churches pastors teaching personal interpretation of the bible as truth versus um what directly the bible says um teaching straight up incorrect doctrine um, and then focusing, obviously, so let me say this is the grain of salt, focusing on fear of God more than Jesus' salvation that is for everyone, okay? Mm. Obviously, you should have a fear of God. But I feel like in some churches, that's more focused on the fact, more focused on than the fact that Jesus literally became man to die for you and for me. It's very one-dimensional. Yeah. They take fear and just the one Drive it home. direct Webster's definition. Mm-hmm. When, it's, when you don't look at the Bible, fear of God is not just the fear of a righteous, holy, 
all-powerful, all-loving, mm-hmm. omnipresent, all of the things God. It's also a reverence, a respect mm-hmm. of God. Yeah. And I think that's something that it's not equally It's not taught. just hellfire and brimstone. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It is. Yes and amen. But yeah. it is also. Yeah. He yeah. provided a way of escape. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so I feel like kind of what can tie into that is um, people, it kind of ties into church hurt, but like poor teaching where there's just a huge focus on certain things like um, purity culture and giving pushing on guilt, pushing on shame, calling certain sins as higher than other sins. And in case you guys don't realize, um, God paid for, Jesus paid for all sins and all sins are the same in his eyes because he literally paid for them all. So anyways, I think just one last thing to add on to it. It's they'll, they will, they will push guilt and shame. Like rather than intervening, walking Mm -hmm. with those people, showing Mm -hmm. them love, having, genuine accountability mm-hmm. um that is fueled by the love of christ mm-hmm. guilt and shame is where the devil thrives mm-hmm. let's make that clear mm-hmm. if you're in isolation he could tell you whatever the hell he oh, wants yeah. and i i mean that quite literally <laughs> jenny allen did it in her book i'm gonna do it too okay <laughs> i love you no for real the, no, that's for where real. the devil is from yeah and he will tell you whatever mm-hmm. the hell he, hell wants. he wants if you are in isolation i remember being severely depressed and i would not I, everything would run rampant. Why? Mm. Because I was in isolation. Because I didn't bring it to people. Yeah. Yeah. When it's just you and your thoughts. Yeah. That's a very dangerous place to be. Yeah. It is so good to have community. We are starting out strong, guys. You, really we said not. Grace and Grit. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the Grace and Grit podcast. Okay. <laughs> Sorry. Let me recap. All right. Church hurt. Poor teaching. Yeah. Ooh. And then third is a desire to sin. I think that so many people... Or like, they just hold themselves to a high standard, dude. It's pride. What's the first sin? The original sin was pride. Pride. Hot topic. Coming to you soon. Mm-hmm. So the desire to fulfill self is deeper than, is deeper and stronger than the desire to follow Christ. Let me say that without stuttering. Please hold. The desire to fulfill self is deeper and stronger than the desire to follow Christ. And I feel like so many people just won't admit that that's them. Hmm. Yeah. I'll admit it. Yeah. You see all these things, things you've prayed about that you've just sought after God for, um, marriage, children, a healthy job, getting your degree finally, financial security, that it seems like everybody around you has. Mm -hmm. And so, well, you know what? If God's not going to give it to me, I'm going to go get it in any way I can. Mm. In in that way. I guess to go off of, okay. Okay. I don't know if this is we're gonna say it just because like i don't know if it connects but it's almost like a transactional relationship with god that they mm. expect it's a like a like oh, a cause yeah. and effect uh-huh. god's not a genie right he's, he's just and he's holy uh-huh. and he's sovereign and just because we want something he's not giving it to us doesn't mean that he won't give it mm-hmm. doesn't mean that he will right um he's not he is so much more than just a genie he's not mm-hmm. a genie like that is such a and i don't think I don't know if ever anybody like everybody would explicitly call that out, right? Of, oh yeah, I know God's not a genie. Okay, but are you are you treating? Are you sure about that? The what's w- the what's the verse? Um, seek after something with the Lord, and He'll give you the desires of my heart. It's in Psalms, guys. I'm forgetting the first part, but it's basically know, saying, "Delight thyself in the Lord, oh, okay. and He will give you the desires of the heart." So people think, "Okay, I'm doing my devotions, I'm praying, I'm going to church, I'm delighting in the Lord." So God, why aren't you giving me what I want? 
No, that's when delight uh-huh. yourself in the Lord. That's when your heart desires are become now aligned with Christ mm-hmm. because He has changed your desires. Yeah. yeah. Oof, something to talk about. Oof, just saying. Anyways, we're gonna man, and heavy today. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay, church. Uh, I'm gonna recap every time to keep us all in line, folks. Church, poor teaching, desire to sin, and the last one. This is a big one: wanting to fit in. And I don't think people think about that mm. at all. So what's what's getting the most validation and support in today's world? Scroll on TikTok. Go on your Discover page. Having clout. For five minutes, you're going to see a lot of what's getting validation and support. And if you're wanting... What am I trying to say? If you're... Keep going. <laughs> take your time. I'm going to try to help you articulate. Okay, hold on. If you want to fit in, if you want to feel something, if you want to, you're struggling with your faith right now mm. because of X, Y, Z, you oh, want you to turn to in. something else. You're going to, thank you. You're going to turn to something else that is more, um, that Except provides it. you more satisfaction mm-hmm. immediately. Yeah. 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 Except it's not the right term. More satisfaction immediately. Cause ultimately God, Jesus died for you if you go to him anyways but but when i mean immediately it's like you yes you know that intellectually you know that in your heart do Mm -hmm. you live that out every single moment Mm -hmm. we take it for granted Mm -hmm. i take it for granted yeah you know so i mean yeah i like how you said intellectual and this is i think a quote i don't know from where but it said um it says they have intellectual reasons so they're really wrestling with maybe some doctrine of christianity that they grew up with that they now find is incoherent or it doesn't make sense, or it doesn't fit with the surrounding culture. Mm. Yeah. So, yeah. Let that sit for a second. I got that from our book. Is it from which book? I think I got that from the book that we're referencing the majority of this. So we're referencing a book called (laughs) Set Adrift, Deconstructing Your Faith. Um, I actually have not finished it. I really wanted to finish it before this podcast, but... Life happens, y'all. But there's so many good nuggets from it. And this book was also referenced in the Bible study yes. that we were at. Okay, so those those are our four reasons. Um, but, okay, hold on, pause. With this, with all of these, these are all very understandable reasons that you may start to challenge your mm. faith. Um, but with this, don't get rid of something good just because it's connected to something bad. This is going to be the worst analogy you have ever heard in your life, so I really want you to prepare your heart. Okay? <laughs> you have your phone that you're on every day. Yeah. It stops charging because you have the worst charger in the world. It ripped. Your dog ate it. Whatever. You're going to throw your phone away because your charger's crap? Mm. And it, you, No, keep going. I'm you're taking us somewhere. I'm just, <laughs> I'm just saying that's a terrible analogy, but that's something that you're like on all the time yeah i mean we're looking at our phone right now for notes yeah um it's something that you're so are you really going to throw away this thing that you quote-unquote hold so dear because of a bad connection tangible thing and reference and then it versus something that is eternal Mm -hmm. something that bears weight something that is getting you through this lifetime yeah something that matters after this lifetime yeah you ain't Um, taking your phone with you to heaven sweetie yeah what are you taking with you that was great i don't know like that's gonna be a trash analogy thank you so much it's great because everybody is on their phone but you don't Again, we take it for granted, mm-hmm. like the goodness of God, our salvation. We take it for granted. And if you think about the magnitude of 
this was provided for you mm-hmm. and you grew up and you believed it. Mm-hmm. And then you all of a sudden, no, it's, it's hard. It's mm-hmm. too hard. This isn't happening for me. This isn't happening for me. This person died that I love. This mm-hmm. opportunity was closed. Mm-hmm. Like Jesus literally went to the cross. Mm-hmm. Life yeah. is not supposed to be easy. Yeah. That's what everybody thinks. Yeah. There's a kid song. Um, I can't think of it, but a kid song that basically says like, I have, I'm happy because of Jesus. I have Jesus in my heart. Anyways, but it's like saying you're going to be happy because you have Jesus. Yeah, you're oh, going to have joy. Yeah. But life's going to suck, dude. Yeah. Life sucks, but Jesus don't. When is joy so sweet is when you've been through hurt and trial. When you've been through it, dude. When you've been through it. When you mm-hmm. feel the release. Like when you fe- when you find the joy, mm-hmm. it's because you can have something to compare it to. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We've both been through some stuff, and it's, like, the most recent um, experience I've gone through has not been a good one. Um, but, like, I was talking with my sister and with Ciara after and just kind of being, like, you know, I'm finally at a point where it's, like, despite what is happening and the hurt I'm feeling, like, I know God's good. Mm. And it was finally, like, settling in that. And it's a hard – you have to go through a lot to get through that. Yeah. I think so, because – my initial thought is why god sure why are we doing this like really and then eventually it's just like you just i don't know how to explain it it's just like this peace and trusting that god has a purpose for it and he's going to move you on and provide in other ways for certain things think about it when have you ever been without yeah true he's always it, it's never in our always timeline always provides no matter what it it's is. never in our timeline and yeah. it's not i was thinking as you were saying that where it's like when you were wrestling with why god would you mm-hmm. do this like why would you give me this just to take it away mm-hmm. you know we could that's applicable for many situations mm-hmm. across many many people i'm sure but it's again we're not promised an easy life mm-hmm. we're not promised a life without hurt um but like, life is not going to be comfortable all mm. of the time. Mm-hmm. It's not. How are you supposed to grow? How are you supposed to learn? Mm. How are you supposed to empathize and, and mourn and weep with others? Yeah. And be a blessing to others? Like, it, it bears so much more weight whenever you have gone through a struggle and you're able then to reach down and say, hey, I know what you're going through. Mm-hmm. God God is still good. Yeah. And, it ba- like, it just bears so much more weight when you know somebody has experienced that grace of God. Yeah. Because they lived it. Mm-hmm. Rather than just, oh, it's okay. Yeah. Just Philippians 4.13. That, that's, that's a great verse. I'm not trying to discount it. But it, it just it just bears so much more mm-hmm. weight when you know that somebody has experienced yeah. grit. Yeah. And God's, yeah, grace, God's grace has provided. Yeah. yeah. Here's my five seconds, though. If you don't know someone, but you know they're going through a hard time because it, it was announced to the pulpit, don't go up to them and say, I know what you're going through. I'm so sorry. Make sure you have that connection. Because you know how many people come up to you and say, oh, I know exactly what you're going through. And you've talked to them three times in your life. That means nothing. And oh, I know what you're going through, but God is so good. And you're just like, yep. So have wisdom and discernment. Have, yeah, discernment. You don't, like, you're not going to empathize with everybody in every mm-hmm. single situation because everybody is unique. Everybody has mm-hmm. different experiences. Yeah. But you could say, hey. I'm like, I genuinely pray Genuinely pray for them. Let's start there. So let's start with prayer and then action. Showing up. Show up. Show up. And Somehow, it is, some way. You don't have to address, oh, how can I alleviate their pain through mm-hmm. this situation? Mm-hmm. It could be like, hey, you free? Let's get coffee. Mm-hmm. Hey, you free? Let's run our groceries together. Like, run, yeah. go on errands. Just, just be present. Just send a gift card for Starbucks, too. Be creative. Like, just yeah. don't think, just... Mm-hmm. 
and read the person. Some people may not want you mm-hmm. to be with them. They may want a long time, but like give them a way to get out of the house and do something, depending on what it is. Excuse me, I just burped. Anyways. That's good. That was a long tangent. <laughs> Yo, y'all are in for a deep did. ride. Hold on. Let me look we go. How far we are. We're at 28 minutes. I stinking told you. Look at us. And we thought. All right. So, now. Where are we at? Um... So we're going to go back to the beginning where we stated there's two types of deconstruction for a Christian. Um, I feel like I've talked a lot. I'm so sorry. Do you no, that's this? okay. No, go for it. Okay. So first one is dismantling harmful cultural influences. So basically going back, looking at your life, what has happened? What have I heard? What have I been taught? Is this truth or is this an interpretation? Um, my dog is scratching. I'm so sorry. So digging the Bible for yourself to find out what you believe and why not Mm -hmm. trusting just what you heard growing up or what's been taught to you or even if you're new to the faith as like an adult not what is being told to you now um this is also i believe from the book the next two quotes are so we should be we should all be deconstructing our faith we better do it because our faith becomes a culture a culture so webbed into the purity of truth that it's hard to separate the two and we better do some deconstructing or we're going to find ourselves again and again in these sad places. Mm. You're frustrated because of this, whatever situation you're in or maybe at the church that you're at because something's just not sitting right with you. Yeah. Okay? So, with all due respect, do something about it. Yeah. Figure it out. Like, look for yourself. Find people outside of your circle. Mm-hmm. I went through a situation. I'm going through a situation at a certain entity of my life and i sought wisdom in another place and that is so valuable and because they love god exactly they have jesus that's what i'm saying make sure the wisdom that you're seeking is if it's about you know whatever always godly wisdom okay i work at a christian school so i sought advice there and sometimes it's good to see it's good to see different point of views but the people that i spoke to like being with him is just like getting a hug from jesus i don't say that lightly like so those people yeah um and then young christians begin looking for these quote other faithful ways when they realize the faith tradition they received as pure unadulterated how do you say that unadulterated what she said let me start over young christians (laughs) begin looking for these other faithful ways when they realize um, the faith tradition they received as pure, unadulterated Christianity is actually an interpretation of what the Bible teaches, mm. but not necessarily the only or the best one available. So the culture we grew up in um, loves Jesus. Um, and again, if you watch um, Let Us Pray, you'll see some. But there's some things that are taught as truth that are interpretations. definitely interpretations. And I think that can cause a lot of people to have reservations and frustrations with god and it's not god yeah um you want to add on that i don't think that these people i don't don't mean to i don't mean most most people okay i don't it okay lord give me the words to say (laughs) (laughs) it's hard because it's kind of not a sensitive topic but it's a heavy one it is a heavy one and i don't i don't want to come across i don't want to come across as rude or crass or Mm -hmm. insensitive but i feel like from people that i've interacted or talked to briefly and recalling like 
the short time that I spent at a church like that, mm-hmm. they very much take the pastor's word for it, the mm. pastor's mm. final authority, and they're not in their Bibles studying, mm. delving. They're mm-hmm. reading passages, they're mm-hmm. doing their Proverbs, but there's no depth to mm-hmm. it. It's very surface level, and it's very contingent on the topics that the pastor is circulating on. And let me add on this. Go on. So your pastor's preaching, giving, feeding you, and saying, go home find out why you believe what you believe but there's no tools Mm. you're not getting any tools to find out how to do that sure and so it's like they're just being fed what's given them and they're okay go home and read your bible now read your bible every day for at least 15 minutes what do i read where do i start help these people yeah you get a yearly reading plan i think that's where discipleship is very Mm -hmm. helpful having intentional discipleship Uh it's like whether that's one-on-one small community you seeking out a mentor you going to other bible studies if you're seeing a lack or a void Mm -hmm. within your circle Mm -hmm. like there's nothing i don't know i feel like it's gotten at at least within our uh, very conservative very conservative churches it's almost like oh we don't we don't go to other churches because we have our own church when it's like why wouldn't she want to connect with more people that love God and have experienced uh-huh. his grace and goodness in their own unique way? What's wrong with meeting new people? What's wrong with being fed in other ways? Yeah. And that's not to like bash like the churches right. that I grew up in. And like I'm even referencing like the church that I grew up in when I was really young. But to kind of bring it bring it back where it was it's very limited on what mm. they were studying, preaching mm-hmm. on. And we didn't get to touch on this earlier, but I'm going to bring it back here is there was a lack of accountability. Mm. They didn't have older mentors. I'm not, they, I'm talking about the pastors. They didn't have older mentors that they would go to. Mm. They wouldn't, they normally would not be have credentials, whether that's from yeah. a college, whether mm-hmm. that's from the, like seminary, whether that's from taking Institute classes mm-hmm. to better delve into the Bible and be able to defend it in an academic way, but also just to be able to, Defend, defend what it is that they're preaching. Mm. Um, mm-hmm. Other than the two verses on tithing, because they want a new car. <laughs> it's gonna feel very directed. Tell us how you it's really gonna feel, feel very pointed. Uh-huh. And to the people, if they see this, mm-hmm. um, it happened. So how do you explain it? <laughs> so actually, you could just go ahead and text us our numbers. <laughs> Tell us that yeah, story. Nice. Thank you for the engagement. Yeah, absolutely. We would love it. Oh, what's the error on my camera? I don't know. I can't see. Is the disc full? Shut up. Should we should we pause it? No. You just want to go look real quick and see if it is. Guys, I'm going to be frozen. So while she's looking, I apologize. Um, thank you so much. I could have gotten up. I apologize. I'm sorry. Um, she woke the beast called Bailey. Oh, I'm we won't we won't show this clip anyways so while she's looking at that is, um, is it, okay well we're gonna hope looks like a truck oh does our thing say we're still recording yeah we're still recording on here so who cares baby let's roll oh you know what i realized it's not even going to my sd card it's going to the camera yeah no it's going to the laptop what an idiot. It's okay. It's, it's okay. We got some good stuff. <laughs> She's like, yeah, we really did it. I'm not cutting this. Don't worry. Okay. So let's pause. Let's, let's recap. So the two different types of um, deconstruction within for Christian. So we just talked about dismantling harmful cultural influences 
And then the second is just completely dismantling your Christianity. So this is when you completely run from your faith. You completely run from God. You're tired of the hurt, and you're like, this is supposed, again, where we get the whole, like, life's going to be perfect with Jesus. And it's not. And so it's like, not in this this lifetime. Exactly. When we get to heaven and we have our glorified Mm -hmm. renewed body. And I think so many people lose sight of that. Mm -hmm. And it's like, everything's going to be perfect with Jesus. Not here. Not here, baby. We're still, Mm -hmm. we're still in this world, Mm -hmm. man. Jesus, come back. Literally. And that's one thing. My voice cracked. I'm so sorry. (laughs) (laughs) That's one thing that I really had to realize. I think Mm. my sister and I were talking about something where it's like, what was it? Um, I don't know, but it was, I think it was with someone or like with our hurt, like it's going to suck here, but one day we will be made whole. Yeah. And you just have to look forward to that hope, dude. It's not, it's not going to be here. I feel like that's such a comfort though, too. Whenever mm-hmm. they're like, that's the argument that people will make when either they fall away from their faith or they do not know God. They're like, why does God, if God exists, why does X, Y, Z happen? Mm. Cause we're in a sin fallen world. Mm hmm. He Open promises to, to love to heal them. Doesn't mm-hmm. mean it's on on this side of exactly. heaven. Exactly. Um, yeah. Doesn't mean it's gonna be here. But think about like you will be whole mm-hmm. forever. It's hard to grasp forever. You and know? content and joyful and joyful and fulfilled. Fulfilled. No yeah. more depression. No more suffering. Anyways. Continue. All right. Where are we at? <laughs> How to respond? How can we respond to the fact that man, I'm struggling. I've had this experience. I'm questioning things now. I'm kind of angry with God, and I'm just kind of done. Okay? Well, doubt is healthy. That's actually really good for you. Mm-hmm. Um, but remember that regardless, our trust and our hope and our faith is Christ. And you don't want to hear that when you're angry. But Psalm 56.3 basically says, like, even when I'm afraid, even when I'm struggling, I will trust in you. Um back to doubt question the man-made culture not god's commandments or scripture so i'm not gonna read the verses but matthew 15 1 through 9 you can go read that open your bible open your bible please open your bible please what's your name matthew sorry um but in that here's the context um the text describes the pharisees um challenging jesus and their complaint was that christ's disciples have apparently ignored the pharisees Notice that the Pharisees practice of ritualizing washing their hands before eating. And in response, Jesus asked them why they allow people to break the actual command of God about honoring parents. So they're sitting here. Well, you know what? We do this, 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 and this before this. And God's like, okay, well, let's go back to what the Bible actually says. Mm. Um, and the fact that you're breaking that commandment. Um, so, ooh, get him, Lord. So we should question the cultural element of our faith and compare it to scripture. Oh, that's me? You can, yeah. I'll read it, but these are your notes. I, I'm gonna, no, don't you read just read the quotes. Okay. okay, the purpose of your deconstruction is not to express your individualism. It's to get to know your values and why you believe what you believe so that you can shed, uh, you can shed faulty the- theological views and align yourself more truthfully with Jesus. Mm-hmm. Amen and amen. Um, and then I'm going to read because these are my notes. Get a girl. Okay. Wrestling with our faith is healthy. You see countless examples of it in the Bible. Jacob wrestled, Peter wrestled, David wrestled. And I feel like that's something that we People forget. just look over. 
Yeah. Like, you know it intellectually. You mm-hmm. know the story of, like, Jacob wrestling with the angel. Yeah. David obviously mm-hmm. had problems. But but you always think about David and Goliath. Yeah. You never think Isn't about... Isn't that good? Isn't God's goodness good? Uh-huh. My goodness. You never think about the fact that he messed up. Yeah. But God still used him. Yeah. Anyways. Even after the victory. Um, mm-hmm. And so, I guess this is a challenge. But I heard this quote... Um, somewhere. This is not original, but it says, be a mess with God, cry with him, be angry, whenever, whatever situation, and again, I'm not, this sound, that sounds like a very hostile tone. I'm not discounting what you're going through. But I think... Whatever you're going through. Sorry. I think a lot, like, you, <laughs> you hear that a lot where it's like, just pray more, read your Bible more, mm. go to church more. Mm. No, it's, it's like God was angry. God mm-hmm. cried. He felt sorrow. He mm-hmm. felt anger. Mm. But go to him with that because he already knows that you're feeling that i don't know i just I mean, do it people it's great <laughs> highly um, recommend when you stop communication that's when your heart will harden mm. you know i yeah when i was going through a really hard time i literally told god i was like i hate this i don't hate you but even if you do in that moment like he knows he already knows what's on your heart he literally knows. he literally already knows it it's there's something freeing about saying it to him like, lord i'm angry with you right now because he already knows your yeah. heart posture in that moment mm-hmm. so why not bring it to him mm-hmm. the one who can heal you yeah when you question without doing the work to search is when a spirit of apathy sets in when you look at man and the wrongdoing and blame god for it is for what it is then you lose... Wait, what did I say? <laughs> hold on, please hold <laughs> And blame God for it is when oh. you lose sight. So she actually just switched two words. Bless her heart. Bless your heart. When Sorry. you look at man and the wrongdoing and blame God for it is when you lose sight of his sovereignty. And I think that ties back into treating God as a transactional God. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm. That's yeah. a little call to action. Let's act now. You're gonna hear from me because I, I literally had this thought on the way driving over here before this whole shebang set mm-hmm. up. Um, but it's like you hear so often whenever people leave either your church or the church, their faith. It's always oh, they they left the church or um, they've renounced their faith or. They don't believe in God anymore. And it's always this. Assumption. It's this assumption. Or it comes with not a haughty tone. Maybe a haughty tone. But there's a different word that I want to articulate. Um, not a haughty tone. A, I know what you're trying to say. You know what I mean? Yeah. Do you guys know what she means? A condescending tone. Uh-huh. It comes with a condescending it's tone. It's like a holier-than-thou condescending, like... And so I'm going to bring up some scripture first off. Mm. So it says in Matthew 7, 3 through 4, Lord, please help us to be the right reference. Amen. <laughs> it says, And why beholdest thou the mote that is in thy brother's eye, but consider not the beam that is in thine own eye? Mm. Or, wilt, or how wilt thou say to thy brother, let me pull out the mote of thine eye, and behold, a beam is in thine own eye? Okay. What are we saying there? Deal with yourself before you cast mm-hmm. judgment on others. You have a haughty and a prideful tone and mm-hmm. a condescending tone of somebody who 
literally is is like their entire world has been shaken Mm -hmm. they've crumbled you don't know an ounce of what's going on in their life and why the just the decision to leave or whatever has happened yeah and so be be so like be cognizant of that Mm -hmm. check your heart posture when you're in that moment because it's like check yourself first off that's really sad um yeah and so Here's something that you can do, and I, I'm not trying to elevate myself, but I have I have several friends who no longer claim to believe in God, live very different lifestyles, and I still talk with them, mm-hmm. and I still love on them, I still get happy birthday texts from them, and I still get like offers like, hey, let's go backpacking. Why? Because the love of Christ in me supersedes their decision mm-hmm. on how to live their life mm-hmm. you need to maintain that bridge you just have to because mm-hmm. it's like the faith and the love of god that they walked away from mm-hmm. in this season mm-hmm. and maybe they'll come back to god in this lifetime maybe they won't who knows but that's like how is that ever going to be How's it going to encourage and be a reconciled yeah if if your if heart posture is of of the people that you know, yeah. of the situations of the latter conversation right. we had. Um, and so I want to go to Romans. I'll pull up Ephesians. You can pull up Ephesians. Okay. Thank you. I have notes. I can find it. Boss is Lord. Wow. Um, Romans 12. Wow. She can't multitask, guys. I can't. Okay. Not here. <laughs> no, I can't so I'm going to read Romans 12, 8, and then also 12 through 16. Um, and it says, or he that exhorteth on exhortation. Oh, that is not the right verse. I'll read Ephesians while you find that. Yeah, please do. Okay, so I'm going to read Ephesians 4, 1 through 3. Um, I therefore, a prisoner for the Lord, urge you to walk in a manner worthy of the calling to which you have been called, mm-hmm. with all humility and gentleness, with patience, bearing with one another in love, eager to maintain the unity of the spirit in the bond of peace. Why don't you expand on that, Brianna? Because that oh, was good. Leo. That was a word. That was the word. word. So, man, let's just look at the facts, dude. How is God telling us to respond to people? To walk in a manner worthy of the calling to which you've been called. What have you been called to do? To love others. To share the gospel of Christ. How are we going to do that? Humility. Gentleness. Gentleness, bro. If someone's going through something and they left, you have to trust that there's a good enough reason. Sometimes there's some people, and we, we all know, that they're just kind of hip-hop around. And in that case, be gentle with them. Have patience with them. Bear with one another love. Help them stay consistent. But those that you don't know about, bro, sorry, I'm getting a little ghetto in here, um, don't assume the worst. Come to them with humility, humility gentleness, patience love um eager to maintain the unity of the spirit of bond and peace so keep the peace but man reach out yeah like hey i noticed you haven't been here in a while just want to check in i honestly i hate those texts dude i struggled for a bit in high school and i would Mm -hmm. get those and like with going to church and showing up to school that's another story um severely depressed and i just got those texts all the time so i think that's a bad connotation to me but i don't i would like to say it was out of like genuine and i think most were mm. um but again instead of just being like oh how can i do something 
Mm, yeah. Something. Show up. Hey, I. You don't even have to say hey. I haven't seen you. I would like hey. Let's go grab coffee. Don't yeah. even mention the fact you haven't seen them. Yeah. Just make an action to do something. Come across it with a humble spirit. Um, the situation I've been going through. One of the ladies that I um, confided in. The biggest thing she said was when you go um, to speak with the person that's happening with. She said, go in humbly. Never assume. Don't come in hot, fire, ready to go. That's not going to help anything. Why did you leave the church? What's going on? Hmm. Is God not good that you good enough that you, for you to stay here? That's not going to do anything. That's going to make me say, you're obviously one of them. Goodbye. Hmm. Walk right out of that coffee shop. Anyways, your turn. My turn. <laughs> I'm going to read Romans 12, 12 through 16. It says... Rejoicing in hope, patient in tribulation, continuing instant in prayer. That's for you and me. Mm. Distributing to the necessity of saints, given to hospitality. Bless them which persecute, persecute you, bless and curse not. Rejoice with them that do rejoice and weep with them that weep. Mm. Be of the same mind one toward another. Mind not high things, but condescend to men of low estate. Be not wise in your own conceits. Mm. That is literally our responsibility towards society, okay? Mm -hmm. You have somebody that is deconstructing their faith. Mm -hmm. um, Bring them before in prayer. Mm -hmm. Um, Continue in prayer. Mm -hmm. Give in to hospitality. Still, like, don't completely disappear. I think, okay, I feel like whenever people do fall away from the church, our automatic instinct is to be like, like, I guess it's the inverse of what you were saying Mm -hmm. of you didn't like them reaching out, but I feel like we almost get like, Oh, they're not a part of us anymore. Let's completely ostracize, Mm -hmm. cut off communication. Mm -hmm. No, they need you more than ever. They may not want you every second. My experience was special. So, but just make sure how you're approaching it. Your heart posture, everything comes out, comes down Mm -hmm. to heart posture, but it's, it's almost this like, now you're leopard. Now you're dis- like you're leopard. You're diseased. You left us. They left us. We're done. Bump you. Mm-hmm. Like, how are they going to see the love of God demonstrated mm. through you with that type of an outlook? Mm. Okay. Mm. Um, bless them which persecute you. Bless and curse not. There are going to be people who are going to say you are a ding dang fool for believing mm-hmm. what you believe. And you say bless like, you. And you say bless you. Bless your heart. Bless <laughs> Nobody ever says anything good when they say that. But really, exactly. like, bless them. Which pers- God doesn't need you to defend him. Mm. He is mighty. He is powerful enough. Mm-hmm. Like, yes. like be, He don't need us, but he wants us. But he be disheartened us. whenever somebody takes his name in vain. Yeah, I'm not saying that. That's mm-hmm. not what I'm saying. Like, it's okay for you to grieve that, because that grieves the Holy Spirit. But it's like, I think your heart posture becomes let's let me puff out my chest mm. like you you think this is hullabaloo no think about it they think it's hullabaloo like that the goodness of god the creator that he is that just mm-hmm. has all crumbled to them mm-hmm. now and like you almost combating them in an improper with an improper motivation is not what's going to get them to come back to their faith. Mm. Um, so think on that. Where else are we? Okay. Given the hospitality, bless them, curse not. Weep with them. You know, maybe it's something like something like a death of a loved one that pushed them to this point. Mm. Acknowledge their grief and their heart. Yeah. Like their hurt. Um, 
be of the same mind one toward another, mind not high things, but condescend to men of low estate. And I wanted to emphasize this. Be not wise in your own conceits. That mm. could have easily just been you. Mm. Don't don't be too proud to think that like your world can't be flipped Completely upside down and that you can doubt God. Yeah. We're still here. We're still in this sin fallen world. Yep. And so don't be so proud to think, oh, it says be of the same mind one toward another. Like sympathize with them. They're mm-hmm. hurting. They're going through something. Their whole world is flipped upside down. Mm-hmm. That's hard. Mm-hmm. They don't have the bandwidth to press in or to dig deeper into their faith. Intercede mm. for them. That's another thing that I really wanted to mm. make a point of. If they are going through it, they are questioning their faith, they are doubting God, you know God's goodness. You're not questioning your faith right now. Mm. Intercede for them on behalf of them. Yeah. Bring their name to the Father because mm-hmm. they need it. Yeah. They don't need you to be high-browed looking down on them mm-hmm. that they left that they don't believe in God. They mm. need your prayer. Yeah. They need God break their heart so that it can be made whole in you. Mm. That's what they need. Yeah. Yeah. Heal them in only a way you can. Yeah. However that may be. Yeah. Well, that's good. Dang them. Yeah. That was, we have like one more thing. So, and it all ties into this. So, oh. um, instead of casting judgment, reach out so if i'm struggling with something if like my situation right now is pretty similar um i am trying to think about how to say this so i recently left the church um that we were going to um for several reasons um i still go she still goes and it's okay yeah and look look at us that was a high five, guys. That's that terrible high five. Anyways, terrible. So, um, so this is all very fresh for me, and it's something. This is actually mm-hmm. a topic I wanted to kind of wait on because it is. It, I'm going through it right now, <laughs> like yeah. it's still very fresh. But you know, our prayer for this was, Lord, help us, help me, to come across as gracefully. Because there is hurt in there, a lot of hurt. But with all this, you know, I've seen God's still good. And I actually pushed for us to record this because, mm-hmm. A, when I was driving over that last little chunk that you heard, that came to me. Like, the Lord gave that to me. But it was also a long time in the making because my sourdough bread and butter is to have these deep conversations mm-hmm. with people. Yeah. Um, I think people are hurting. Mm. Yeah, they are, dude. They, people are hurting. Whether mm-hmm. or not you probe, and I don't mean probe in an invasive way, but... Mm really want to know their heart and what they're going through Mm. to be able to better understand them as a person Mm -hmm. that is my sourdough bread and butter and it's like i love having deep conversations i stink and hate small talk (laughs) i hate it but there have been instances that god has given me to be able to really deeply talk with people who have left the faith who Mm -hmm. are questioning their faith who are into something completely Mm -hmm. different and i think starting this platform Mm -hmm. I just will get opens that door. Opens that door. Mm-hmm. Um, I had a girl. She's I, she's gonna know who she is. She's like, if you ever, if you ever make a podcast, I'm gonna listen to it just to listen to your voice. And literally a year prior this time, we had texted because she was like, I had been up at like four o'clock in the morning, could not sleep. I went to a coffee shop, delved into a book um, by Ann Voskamp called The Broken Way and my Bible. And God revealed so much to me within that, like, four or three hours that I was at the coffee shop. And so I posted stuff 
because I was at the coffee shop at 4 o'clock in the morning, and she reached out and was like, I don't really have anybody to talk to these things about. Mm. Um, Like, what are you meditating on? Now, mind Mm -hmm. you, she hasn't, to my knowledge, hasn't been in church in a very long time. Mm -hmm. But she felt... She obeyed, I guess, the inkling of the Holy Spirit to reach out. And there was a comfortable, safe And there was a comfortable, safe spot. So that's why it was like, there's so many people of our generation in the world struggling with this topic. We have to get it out there. And let me just clarify. I'm not running from my faith, but I am deconstructing deconstructing my faith. I'm not running from God. But this has been such a good challenge of like looking into why do I believe what I believe with the little things. And it's pushed me. And it's been, I feel so much closer to God through this. And I think God is using that hurt to draw me closer to him. He always does, dude. Always does. Um, You just don't see it until you're on the other side. You don't see it, dude. No, I'm not on the other side, really. But (laughs) You don't see it fully until you're on the other side. Um, But like, you know, through the struggle... um, I want to say, this is going to sound bad because our friends are going to watch this, but I want to say, like, I feel like I knew there was talk that people knew that I wasn't, like, showing up, but I only got, like, one or two of our friends that texted and reached Mm. out, and I think in this spot, like, I'm from, I've moved, um, at this church, like, I don't think I would have minded the, hey, haven't seen you in a while text. Sure. Um, So, like, all this to say, like, let's look at what Jesus does first. Okay, Matthew 14, 14. Jesus went forth, saw a great multitude, and was moved with compassion toward them. Luke 9, 11. And the people, when they knew it, followed him, and he received them, and spoke unto them the kingdom of God. Mark 1, 41. Then Jesus moved with compassion. Luke 7, 13. When the Lord saw her, he had compassion on her. Mm-hmm. Mark six thirty four. And Jesus, when he came out, saw a great multitude and was moved with compassion. Yo, have compassion on people. Mm. You have no idea what they've been through. You have no idea what they're, why they're making the decision they're making. You don't know their headspace right now. You don't, but you know your heart posture. Yeah. And what can you do? Love them. Um, and this is a great time for that quote. Okay. So <laughs> this is your cue. So to end, I want to um, quote Carlos Whitaker. If you don't know who Carlos Whitaker is, are you living under a rock? Listen to his podcast. You still need to. It's called uh, Human Hope. And he says this so often. And it's so good. He said, I don't stand on sides. I walk with people. Mm. What does that mean? I don't stand on sides. I walk with people. I don't care where you come from, where you've been, where you're going. I'm going to walk with you and show you Christ's love. Because what he has found is people that live completely different lives don't don't have any faith. Mm. he's still able to have friendship with them now friendship has different levels i think right absolutely i'm not saying go to spiritual advice for people who don't believe in god that's Mm -hmm. not what i'm saying (laughs) but have that bridge Mm -hmm. so that when they are hurting and he's experienced this when those people are hurting they come to you yeah say hey i'm really they say i'm really struggling with this can you pray for me somebody who doesn't believe in god is asking you to pray for them yeah that's huge imagine Mm -hmm. you get to bring their request to the creator Mm. You get to intercede for them. You get to pray that the Lord would work through this situation that they are opening up to you. Yeah. About. Don't take that for granted. Don't take that, that for granted. You have a humble spirit. Yeah. But think about that. If you don't have that bridge, you don't have that opportunity. Mm. So. So true. How are you going to help bring people to Christ if your only friends are those in the church? Ooh. You have to get out of your it bubble, bro. So, that's such a good. Yeah. That's such a good. Um. Man, we gotta save that for the other podcast. I, I was gonna go off on something, but that, that's we have a whole like, list, y'all. 
We have we're set, guys. We have over years for the next fifty three weeks uh-huh. of whenever we release. Yeah. We have something. Yeah. Don't you worry. Close. So, yeah. 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 Man, that was so good. That was so fun. So good. We How so long nervous. did we make it? Let's see. An hour. Oh gosh, an hour. We can. Well, we there's that little better. chunk where I went up to the com- the camera. We can edit it out. Edit it. Edit out. Whatever this. But is. I talked for it. You know what? We're coming strong for the first one. Wow, an hour. You guys get a whole content. I don't know if you. I mean, if you listen to listen for that. Thank the Lord. If you've made it this far, I hope God blesses your soul. <laughs> the drama. No, but for real, if you made it this far, like, thank you. I know we talked a lot, but that this is like just such this an is official how our... thing to say. If you guys made it this far on the podcast, thank you so much. Yeah, for real. We will be better on our next one. But we're coming in hot for the first one. You want to. No, I wanted a heavy it? topic. And so, you, you for a heavy topic, you need to expound. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I don't do anything with. Well, that's a lie. I was going to say, I don't do anything with brevity. I love brevity. I don't do anything shallow. Yeah. I love. Making, I don't. I make everything. <laughs> I make everything deep. And, and the fact that it's just like, let's let's dissect this. I don't think we've ever had a, a regular conversation. You know that? You guys know that real? Where it's like. Do you ever think, do you ever hear to win? <laughs> and you think, like, we just don't know how to listen to it anymore. Like, it's trying to die. <laughs> That's me. That All over the Literally, Tiara, though. I need to get through it because they don't know what I'm talking about because I keep wheezing. Maybe we can, like, put the link in the description. We're not going to do that. We're not going to do that. We're not going to. Okay. We're going to watch reel that circulated a while ago. And yes, I consume my content from reels because I'm a grandma as we've established. Um, but it's like, do you ever hear the wind and you can't understand it, but maybe it's trying to tell us something, but we just have lost how to understand it. That's me all the time in every way. I hate small talk. I'm not saying trauma bond with every single person, but actually genuinely take an interest and get to know them. I'm trying to find it. Sorry. It's all right. Oh, yeah, dude. That's what Be I'm intentional. Saying. Intentionality. Mm-hmm. Okay, we need to wrap this up. Okay, how are we going to wrap it up? Oh, stink. We didn't think about our outro. Yeah, we did. What was it? <gasps> oh. Anyways, let's do a quick prayer. We didn't pray at we the beginning. We didn't pray at the beginning. We, we prayed before we went on camera. Yeah, we were we going to pray this in. Mm-hmm. Okay, I'll start. Lord. You want me to start? Yeah. Okay. Dear Lord, I thank you for today. I thank you for such a success, Lord. Again, we thank you and we praise you for David and what a blessing he was um, setting up our equipment. Um, God, I ask that you would continue to bless this endeavor. Lord, thank you for the good conversation that we've had. We pray that it would help somebody out there who's hurting, Lord, because that's all we want. We want to um, provide ease, Lord, through the words that you have said and just share our experience of how you have been good to us. So, I ask that you would do that, and I pray that you would um, just bless the rest of our evening in your name. Amen. Let's end on that. Amen. That was good. I was too. Okay. Yeah, I was going to, and then I was halfway through. I was like, no, nah, that's good. Oh, okay. Cool. Yeah. All right. Well, I'm Tiara. I'm Bree. And until our next video, I love you. Bye. Now I have to get up and end this. <laughs> I want to do it a minute, an hour, and three minutes.